You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 164, Spring Equinox and the Wood Element. Welcome to episode 164 of the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. We teach feng shui online at mindfuldesignschool.com. Check us out. Be sure to sign up for our mailing list to hear about our events and offerings, one of which is our feng shui practitioners certification program that Laura is going to chat more about. Hmm. Yeah. So the first weekend of May is when our next class is in session and which would graduate the fall of this year. And if you are interested in learning more, we are doing a series of live information sessions where we go through the entire program. So we encourage you to go to mindfuldesignschool.com, get on the mailing list if you're not already on the mailing list, so that you can get notified of when these sessions are taking place. If you've been following us for a while and you're interested in the program and you've you know, been to an info session, then you can, by all means, book a discovery call. So you can go in and again, check out our website. We have a whole page dedicated, many pages dedicated to this program. And it is a hundred hour mentorship program. It goes over six months. And our intention is, I mean, students take it for many reasons, but our intention is to have the students leave the program feeling confident to be able to do their own consultations. And that's really what it's about. It's a training program for people that are interested in becoming feng shui consultants. So if you're out there and you're curious, you know, definitely join the info session. It's free. Uh, It's about 45 minutes. It's live. You get to see us talk. Uh, So we'd love to see you guys there. Yeah, that's that. So we're talking today about something that's really seasonal, especially in the Northern hemisphere where Laura and I are located, but it's also happening in the Southern hemisphere. It's not the spring equinox, but it's a fall equinox. And in the Northern hemisphere, it still feels pretty cold. I remember when I moved to New York from California, people told me, they said, March comes in like a lion and leaves like a lamb. Have you heard that Laura? Mm -hmm. Yes. But I never heard that in California because, (laughs) because it doesn't, we don't have much of a winter there. So it really depends on where you're located, but the spring equinox is a time on our calendar, which marks a change in how we receive sunlight. So on the spring equinox, also the autumnal equinox, the sun crosses So on the vernal equinox, the the spring equinox, the sun actually crosses the celestial equator heading north and all around the world, regardless of the time zone, day and night are roughly the same length. That's why you say equinox, like equa, equal, and the time is equal. The yin and yang is equal, or the day and night is equal. And so in the Northern hemisphere, we can look forward to longer days longer amounts of sunlight and more yang energy, which is related to wood energy. Wood energy Mm -hmm. is very yang, whereas we're moving out of this yin water energy time, moving out of the winter time of darkness and more into this warmth 
of the spring and wood energy, more yang energy. So practically, you know, we live in heated homes now, so that doesn't affect us as much, but how we are affected is, you know, with daylight and with how much sunlight, you know, um, a lot of design clients, one of the biggest things is to really maximize and get as much sunlight. Cause we, as living beings, we really yearn for the sun, that yang energy and feng shui wise, this springtime again is symbolic of wood energy, new beginnings. So Laura, so what's happening over there in Canada? I know it's a little, it's colder there than it is Mm -hmm. in New York city. Yeah, it's cold, but we'll start to get most of the stuff will have been thawed lots and lots of rain, like a lot of rain. I live in a place where we have a lot of mud too. So, um, and I live out in the country and I have a horse. And so uh, if you have any kind of livestock, you are very aware of the weather and the mud. So it's mud season, unfortunately, but by the end, you know, again, moving in to April and May, that will dry out. So it is a time where the the soil softens because, you know, all that snow melt, which we need, we need that. It fills our water table so that we have water here, but it's, it's a muddy time, but it's also a nice time to see snowdrops coming out, you know, little tiny, you know, just the, you know, buds starting to come out. And as I mentioned a couple of podcasts ago, one of the things for us is, and it actually happens pretty early here is the Robin, the North American Robin and other birds coming back and hearing the ones that have been wintering away and just hearing their bird songs. I mean, hearing a bird early in the morning, I don't know if anyone else can relate to this. Like when you're lying in bed and you can hear that is so nice because all I've heard all winter, well, I've heard blue jays and crows and the occasional occasional cardinal, but it's nice to welcome some new birds. Mm. And besides the birds starting to Mm. move, the earth is starting to thaw and move. The trees and plants will begin to sprout again. The insects begin to chirp and the sunlight comes out. So this is really, you know, feng shui wise, this is really a time for new beginnings of life and growth. So it's a very positive energy in springtime and it's a wonderful time to renew your space. So Laura and I, like last week, we did a whole episode on spring cleaning and supercharging it with feng shui. So we hope you check that out. And, you know, practically it's really great, a great time to clean out your closet, make way for inviting new things that you love and letting old things go. So simply letting go of things, donating them or thing, or, or letting things that have fallen into disrepair, move their way out of your home. It's also a great time to add new plant life to your home. So we'll have an upcoming episode talking about feng shui plants because everyone loves that. And also basically open up your windows, let in more fresh air. And so we talked about a lot about this more in detail in our last episode. This episode, we wanted to talk about the spring equinox and its relationship to the wood element and Jun position. So in the feng shui bagua map, which is an energetic mandala that we use in feng shui, it's one, just one of the many tools that we use. And there's an area that's related to springtime and wood energy. And it's also related to family and new beginnings. It's called Jun in Chinese. 
And it is also connected to Laura. Let's talk about, can you tell them what it's also mm -hmm. connected to like the colors and shapes? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So new beginnings, family is often some of you that are, you know, pretty new to feng shui. If we said the family area, that's what we're talking about. Jin is spelled Z-H-E-N, sorry, Z-H-E-N for Americans. And it is connected to springtime. It comes from the I Ching and the with the I Ching symbolism is thunder. That's where you get the new beginning, that spark, that shock, that newness. The colors associated with it are green or blue greens or mid-tone blues. So lighter, like greeny blues or mid or sort of true blues, not dark, not dark, dark blues. Number three, the shapes associated with it are tall, like a think of a bamboo, you know, going up or uh, grass growing up, you know, that upward growth or a trunk of a tree. And there are two wood guas. This wood gua, Jun, this wood area is yang wood, which is faster growing wood. So you might want to think it's a big tree, but trees grow slowly. And so in this gua, it's more like grass growing or the imagery is that bud breaking through the soil, right? I mean, it's amazing how plants can crack through cement and concrete. Like they have this ability, this strength to move through. And that's a lot of energy. It takes a lot of energy. So that energy harnessed up sort of and moving upward through the ground is really what this gua is all about. Yes, absolutely. And it's quite a contrast to the water energy that we're leaving where we were much more internal, that we were staying in more because it was colder. You can even think about that metaphor again of that, like the wood energy is the sprout pushing through the shell of a seed. Whereas in the winter, we are more like a seed. We had a lot of potential and things were more concentrated. And now it's the time to open up. Or you can also imagine like a butterfly coming out of its chrysalis. This is this energy of springtime. So you can use feng shui in a few different ways at this time to activate your spring energy. So this is especially important or helpful if you would like a little bit more harmony with your family and slash, or if you want some support kicking off some new thing in your life, whether it's a project, a new job, a new relationship. So you can activate wood energy in your home. So one way to do that is to activate this family area of your Bagua map, if you know how to do that. And if you don't, the simplest thing would, I would say is to activate it in your bedroom. So you could stand in the doorway of your bedroom looking in and the left wall, the center of that wall would probably be where Jun position or family position is. If you're in our inner circle, definitely, if you don't know, submit your floor plan for March and we'll, we'll give examples and we, or we can show you where your, your Jun position is your family position. So you can activate that by placing simply like placing a plant there or using the color green or teal or blue, all colors related to wood element. That's a great one to start. And then alternatively, you could just work with the wood element. So Laura, you want to give some examples of how someone could use wood element in their home? 
Yeah. So next podcast, we're going to talk about plants. So you could bring in three new plants and then you could decide what those plants are after listening to next podcast. That would bring in um, also the number three. Again, remember it's connected to Zhen. So you could bring in those three plants intentionally. You could put them throughout the home. You could start by putting one close to your front door. You could put one in your kitchen or a common area that your family spends a lot of time in. And then you could put the last one closer to the bedroom, your bedroom, and create a energetic chain. Do it intentionally. An energetic chain of wood chi that's coming in from the front door and it's following through and really feeding the whole family, right? Giving them that vital upward growth, that vital chi, because wood energy is if you are feeling in a funk or you are feeling low and stuck, wood chi is, is sort of the balance to that. It's the way to pull you out of that. So you can create that, you know, intentional energetic chain using three plants and make sure they're new plants, though. I would say that if this is something that resonates with you, that what I've just said, go out. Now you've decided that this resonates with you. And now you've decided that you want to do this. So keep the momentum going. Go get three plants that you like. Have them be approximately the same size. And um, so they're same energetic weight. And then bring them back to your home and do this with intention. Yeah, definitely. And then the last tip I'll give will offer to activate and work with the spring equinox and the wood element with the function of your home is to start. It's going to be another plant thing, actually. So with your house plants, you can actually now take the time and give them some attention, like check if there's any dead leaves, if there's any dead parts of it, and if it's overgrowing, if, if it's been overgrown, maybe it needs a little bit of a trimming, a little haircut. And you can also offer cuttings to your friends and offer generosity. And that's going to also activate this wood element, which is related to kindness and generosity as well. And I lied. I have one more tip. So we gave a lot of plant tips. So if you're not a plant person, you can also bring in and activate the spring and wood element energy by bringing in some green into your home. And a great way to do that is with green crystals. So you can use like Jade, which is one of our favorites. I think we had a whole, do we have a whole episode about Jade? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, So, Mm -hmm. so Jade is a great stone or even green quartz or sodalite, which is a blue stone. So you can find a green or blue crystal that you really love and resonate a new one. And then you can place that in your home in a place like your bedroom to activate new beginnings and to welcome in this fresh spring wood energy. So thank you so much. Thanks, Laura. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. You can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. And if you like our podcast and this episode, please share it with others, leave a review, subscribe, all of those little things actually really help us with the podcast. And we'd love if you can visit our website at mindfuldesignschool.com. You can support the podcast by checking out our certification program, which just starts it will be starting at the end of April, beginning of May. If you 
have ever been curious about diving deep into feng shui or even doing it for a living. You don't have to do it for a living, but it's definitely an immersive 100 hour training program that we'd love to see you at. And we also have other small offerings occasionally every few months. If you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, you can visit our website, online store and blog for more information. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week.